0: back. The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues of trends for our daily social media minute, we're joined by Yerka. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We're matching. Today. We're matching. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we do that now. <laughs> it happens. Inadvertently. Yeah. It's a sign we've been working together for a long time or just good taste. Yeah. All right, let's move
1: on. Let's go with the latter.
0: <laughs> Alright, so unfortunately, it turns out when something is Seemed incredibly popular, there's also this whole illegal sale business where they mm. want to bootleg copies. Uh, the Glory and Reborn Rich are apparently the latest victims of rampant illegal Distribution and
1: sales in China. Yeah, illegal distribution, piracy. I mean, this is not today's news. No, it's always happened. Mm. But uh, uh, t- t- the scale of how this yeah. all happens is is another issue here. So, Reborn Rich. I'm not sure if you've seen the drama series. Birds Among the Yeah, I-, I did see it. Okay. Yes, yes.
0: Um, uh, the first few episodes are so exciting, and not to give away the whole thing. But it probably. was
1: the latest it <laughs> drama <laughs> it on really Korean was. TV. <laughs> Uh, the final episode broke its own highest viewership rating of 26.9%. Oh. This is based on Nielsen Korea survey. And uh, it was confirmed just yesterday that the drama Reborn Rich had been illegally, uh, unsurprisingly uploaded on China's largest OTT platform, iQiyi. Mm. And on the same day, the company that produced Reborn Rich said that while it is true that it is trying to enter the Chinese market, uh, the series uploaded onto Aichi is a version compiled and uploaded by a user of that platform. Uh, Um, The company said it is planning to take relevant measures to deal with this problem. And the latest on this is that the illegally uploaded videos have since been deleted uh, at the production company's Formal request. I've got to say, I mean, the turnaround time for
0: that is much quicker than maybe in previous years. Mm. Uh, sometimes it's a lengthy battle yep. and uh, it gets re uploaded while it's being pursued. That's right. Uh, legal procedures, that is. But to provide some context as to why piracy of Korean drama is so rampant in China. Netflix
1: is currently not available in the country. That's right. And, and this has led to increased damages for South Korean content, mm-hmm. including the drama we just talked about and the latest series on Netflix that's getting a lot of attention, The Glory, yeah. which stars Hong Hye-kyo and uh, Im ji There's a lot of controversy right now over the 61,000 or so reviews mm-hmm. that have been posted for The Glory mm-hmm. on Duban, which is China's largest review platform, despite the fact that the drama was only recently released on Netflix exclusively. It's a Netflix
0: series. And Netflix does not stream in China. So you put the pieces
1: together. Why are there 61,000 reviews Reviews already? Right Uh, Now in China, uh, more than 50,000 people watched and commented on the show in just the five days after (laughs) its release. And obviously Netflix is not happy about all of this. It's expensive content. Yes, exactly. What kind of measures it will take? We're not sure, but uh, uh, that's that's all we know for now. Okay. Now, just searching for the title of a work, like a, a popular Korean drama series, leads to dozens of illegal streaming sites uh, operated in China, Mm. and you can watch all of these episodes without paying a dime. But sometimes you do have to pay, Mm. which is the bigger problem at issue here, is that these illegal streaming files are being traded for money (sighs) in uh, the Chinese open market, and illegal distributors are pocketing around 1,000 won per file. Okay, Uh, This is the money that should go to Netflix, technically, or the domestic production companies.
0: Right, there's a system in place for a reason. I think it's a whole different ballgame when people People are actually making money off yep. of things that they found essentially online, mm-hmm. illegally just sort of copied yep. and then distributing on a different platform. Mm. Man, I mean, I would like to have the legal perspective on this topic. We have a whole segment, so I might have to ask. Yay. Are there laws to, I mean, ensure that contents can be protected even overseas? Alright, let's move on to our second story of the day. Fried Chicken franchise is to offer an American couple a one-year voucher for well, helping those (laughs) stranded Korean travelers who
1: found well, a home to stay. This is a follow-up story, actually, of something we talked about right before uh, was it New Year's Eve? That's right. So, um, what happened was, for those of you who missed the news, on December 23rd uh, an American couple Mm. helped a group of uh, nine South Korean travelers mm. and their driver mm. uh, you know they, they, they got stuck In a snowstorm, basically, in Buffalo, New York, during that uh, very, very uh, intense snowstorm that was on the news everywhere. And uh, these people were stranded, so they invited the travelers inside their home. Uh, They spent the Christmas uh, (laughs) Eve together, Christmas Day together. Had a
0: Korean meal together. Had a
1: Korean meal together, cooked up by these travelers. (laughs) Apparently, the the couple had a very well-stocked kitchen pantry filled (laughs) with uh, Korean condiments and ingredients and whatnot. Anyways, the news Got out. I mean, we talked about it yes. on the show. And uh, Genesis BBQ, which is the operator of uh, BBQ Chicken, mm. announced just yesterday that it's going to provide free fried chicken for a year to this uh, very generous American couple who sheltered this group of South Korean tourists stranded in the blizzard.
0: I mean, I mean, the, the fried sugar franchise doesn't owe these couple anything, no, but, but they I just found that the story was yeah, heartwarming. It was
1: heartwarming and oh. uh, they said it in an official statement that they wanted to express their sincere gratitude okay. for their courage and hospitality. And
0: for what we know, this couple from uh, Williamsville, oh, was it Buffalo? Buffalo, I like, okay, yes. From Buffalo. They they like Korean food. They love Korean so food. So this is going to work in their favor. Yes. Now,
1: the American couple, <laughs> told the restaurant franchise that they were delighted <laughs> to to make unforgettable memories okay. with uh, friends from South Korea. They're actually hoping to visit South Korea uh, in the near future to experience mm. the culture and, mm. of course, the food. Now the voucher will be delivered to this happy couple <laughs> next week. And uh, for those of you who are wondering, wait, this is America. This is a Korean fried chicken franchise. Yes. uh, The company operates 250 restaurants in the United States.
0: That's right. 250. In certain cities, you see them like awfully close to each other. Uh Like in New York, for example. Oh, really? It's it's (laughs) insane. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to our final story of the day. Uh, A TV show apparently reveals that Pocahontas is actor Edward Norton's 12, the great grandma. Have you ever drawn your family tree? Have you ever done that? I I know, but I would love to. It's kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to a Korean school for a few years and they asked me to do that. I Mm -hmm. discovered crazy things like who my great-grandfather was, what my great-great-great-grandfather did. And there are so
1: many companies these days. For a bit of money, they trace your genealogy. Yes. Yes. That sounds exciting. Slightly frightening, but exciting. (laughs) Yes. So it turns out that Disney's, well, one of Disney's most popular female protagonists of all time is biologically related to Edward Norton, Hollywood (laughs) actor. And uh, it turns out that the, the real life Pocahontas is his 12th great grandmother.
0: As you all probably know, uh, not through history lessons, but mostly through the popular Disney animated film, Pocahontas is this romanticized, uh, mythologized, yep. let's be honest, 17th century daughter of a Native American chief. It is not the least bit loosely
1: uh, based on a true That's story. That's right. That's right. Now, the star learned about his uh, family connection mm. to the woman, we're streaming photo right now, uh, who married the Virginia settler John Rolfe on Wednesday. So there's a TV show on P- PBS mm-hmm. called Finding Your Roots. <laughs> and uh, it was the show that uh, unveiled the findings. Can you imagine what that was like? I, it's just so random, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I just
0: And why wasn't it told through, I don't know, family stories at Christmas? It's beyond me.
1: Apparently, yeah. uh, there there had been long-standing family <laughs> rumors. <laughs> no. Rumors. But uh, historian and host Henry Louis Gates uh, confirmed the rumor to be, in fact, a fact. Mm. He told the actor that he has a direct paper trail connection to Pocahontas. Uh, who is his 12th great-grandmother, and uh, John Rolfe, hence, is his great-grandfather. Is anyone
0: else blown away by the fact, not just this fact, but that there were paper trails? That's right. That's amazing. Tracing
1: all the way back to, well... The, the age of, uh, you know, American settlers. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I do wonder, how does the actor, Edwin Norton, feel about this recent discovery and confirmation? <laughs> well, he says he feels small. Uh, he says, quote, it just makes you realize what a small piece of the whole human story you are. But uh, there's another part of the story and oh not all discoveries about his family genealogy were pleasant uh. because uh, the show has also uncovered that his third great-grandfather, owned a family of slaves, Mm. uh, including a girl as young as four. And Mm. that really didn't sit well with Edward Norton. He said it feels uncomfortable and that rightfully he should be uncomfortable and uh, that, uh, you know, he should accept history, Mm. acknowledge history for what it is. Mm. And that, uh, you know it needs to be contended with of course uh, but I can't even begin to imagine what that's like Mm. I mean this
0: is perhaps a part of history that he didn't have to discover but he did and it
1: probably doesn't sit well in his stomach now just to to make things clear obviously the animated film Pocahontas is not a story about Ed Norton's you know,
0: great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents. Great yeah. Like
1: Lena mentioned earlier, it's an extremely loose adaptation mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, what happened in real life. And uh, that was really problematic with historians, apparently, mm-hmm. at the time of the film's production.
0: I mean, I, I've got to say, Pocahontas did, I think, raise important points. Yep. Uh, at that point, Disney was doing something different. I mean, they had to romanticize mm-hmm. things. They liked fairy tales. Yes, All of Grimm's tales became something more magnificent and and beautiful and it seems these days we're a little bit more about I don't know looking at the reality documenting history Mm -hmm. more accurately and things like that and we don't like cultural appropriation today Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know it's tough to say, to set your emotions aside. Um, it, what was of the time, it's hard for us to judge now. I mean, yep. we have the benefit of hindsight. So take it with that mm-hmm. perspective, too. Thank you so much, yeah. Erica. Pleasure. I mean, I feel like I've traveled the world. <laughs> <laughs> we did a little bit, but uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Have a good weekend. See you Erica. next week. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Soul.